Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Happy Fourth of July. Happy Independence Day. What a day this is. And I hope you're enjoying it. I hope you're having some time with your family and some time of just celebrating the great news that Jesus Christ walks with you and I and gives us freedom and gives us a country to uh, to worship God in and I might say maybe the greatest com- uh, country on this planet. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for Independence Day. Thank you for what it means and how many people can slow down and spend some time with their families. But more so, Lord, help us spend time with you to enjoy the freedom you give us in you. We want to walk with you. We want to be led by your spirit. We want to touch lives. We want to be the real deal. I pray you would help us this day in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, when I think of the Declaration of Independence, you know, we know it was ratified by the Second Continental Congress on July 4th, 1776, and declared that the 13 colonies were no longer subject and subordinate to the monarch of Britain, King George III, and were now able to be free and independent states. Independence Day is an interesting day around the country. Fireworks take place. People are celebrating, and so they sell fireworks everywhere. It's a great industry, but boy, I tell you what, they make a lot of money in that industry, and it gets loud during 4th of July. Even around my home, I hear it all through the night, and I have to put earplugs in to sleep sometimes. And they have parades. I remember for years going out to the Middleton Parade. Every 4th of July, Middleton has a great parade. I think it's around noon. They have old cars, and they have horses, and they have uh, floats, and they have people throwing out candy to the kids. And we went out and sat and watched that many years as my grandparents lived, uh, my wife's grandparents lived in Middleton. And then there's barbecues. Almost everybody has a barbecue. And family reunions, you know, some they do a lot of things to celebrate. A lot of people go out of town. In fact, it is the uh, slowest day in churches in America. The lowest attendance in churches is the 4th of July because people are out uh, camping or on trips or celebrating that weekend, whatever weekend that is. If it's it's a, if the Sunday's a third or the Sunday's a fifth, whatever it is, you can count on it being a pretty low Sunday. And so people are just out having a great time. But I hope while you're out having a great time that you're honoring God and you're recognizing it's because of God's grace. It's because of God's love for us and for God so loved the world that he gave his only son for us so we could have eternal life and we can celebrate different things in life like the 4th of July, like the great independence that we do have. The United States is a very independent country and we want to take time to say thank you. Well, I want to talk today out of the fifth chapter of Romans and we're going to just talk about that and try to tie this in a little bit. We'll see see what I can do with that, and um, and we'll we'll have a good time. I just like sharing with you, and and I do hope your day is well. I hope you're going to have a good time, whatever whatever you're doing on this uh, wonderful day. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we all have been obtained our introduction of faith into the grace in which we stand, and we exult in hope of the glory of God. You see, that's it. We exult in hope of the glory of God. 
We all live in the hope of tomorrow. We all live in knowing that God has created this heaven, this earth, and that one day it would pass away, and one day that we are going to live eternity with the Lord, and what a day that's going to be. I remember that old song, what a day that will be when my Savior I shall see, when I look upon his face, and I see his amazing grace, how he loved us. There's a song that goes, oh, how he loves me, oh, how he loves you, how he loves us so much, and he has a plan for our lives, and and he certainly wants us to celebrate uh, that plan with him. That's why every Sunday should be a worship time, a celebration, a celebration of praise, because we serve mighty God. It's going to be that way in heaven all the time. We're going to be praising the Lord together. We're going to be enjoying the bounties of heaven, the glory of God, the beautiful city of gold, the beautiful clear water running through the middle of the city. We just, we can't even fathom what heaven's going to be like, worshiping the King of Kings and being with all those that we've loved that have loved him. It's just, I wish, you know, sometimes we wish we had a greater picture, a picture that would just uh, stand out to us. And when you hear this, when you people, when you hear people that have had afterlife experiences, which I've known some, and one in particular I know very, very well. And man, they didn't want to leave heaven. They did not want to leave heaven. They said it was too amazing. It's, it's, it gives them a new perspective. It gives them a perspective. I don't have to worry about dying. Man, I've got a place. I'm going to go immediately to be in the hands of Almighty God. And, you know, and, and I don't care what you believe about how and when that happens, all I know is it's going to be like going to sleep and waking up in the hands of Almighty God. And how great can that be? My mom and dad, they couldn't wait. My mom especially could not wait to enter the kingdom of heaven. Oh, my goodness. I've told you the story many times, but she just wanted to be in heaven in the hands of God. She couldn't wait to get there to see her Lord and her Savior. But there's joy. There's joy in life. There's even joy in tribulation. In fact, we find here a little later on in chapter 5, verse 3, and not only this, but we also exult in our tribulations, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance, and perseverance, proven character, and proven character, hope. And hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who is given to us. For while we were still helpless, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will hardly die for a righteous man, though perhaps for the good man someone would dare even to die. But God demonstrates his own love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While you were yet sinners, Christ died for you. Christ died for me. Much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath of God through him. We don't have to worry about God's anger. We don't have to worry about God's wrath because we walk with him. We talk with him. Oh, I know some people say, well, pastor, I can't be perfect and I've made some mistakes. Folks, the Bible is very clear. We have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We all need to ask God for forgiveness and to ask Jesus to come into our life and to be the Lord and Savior of our life and to forgive us of our sins. And folks, he promises he will. Your sins will be remembered no more. Who is it that remembers your sins? It's you. 
Oh, the scars, you know, just like I've talked about before, you know, I've got, I've got so many scars on my body. Oh my goodness gracious. You know, when I was uh, five or six years old, I was playing with a car, a little electric, not electric car, but one of those friction cars. And I got it stuck in my finger, about cut off my finger. I had to have stitches. I'm uh, that was uh, 50, 62 years ago or so. I still have that scar on my right hand. If you ever want to see it, just ask me. I'll show it to you. Still have that scar of those stitches, even though it was many years ago. I played football in 1971 in a football game in Huntington, Oregon, and I got blindsided and hit, and my knee exploded, and they tried to pick me up, and, man, it was like marbles in my knee, and I I had to have a major knee surgery. That It was a very painful surgery, especially back then, And but I have an ugly scar to remind me of that. In 1992, I I had another knee surgery where I played basketball, and I have it in inside my knee. I had an ACL. I have another scar that reminds me of that accident. I have a scar right underneath, uh, right underneath my, my around my belly button, in a sense where I where I uh, had a gallbladder surgery. I was on a four day cruise and and had a gallbladder attack and had to eat fruit for the last two days on the cruise. How enjoyable that was, I can tell you that. I got a scar underneath my stomach on the right side where the first day of basketball my senior year, I had a appendix attack. I had to go in and have appendix surgery. Scars on my shoulders from uh, two shoulder scars. And they, they remind me. And that I'm not I'm just telling you my whole history, I guess. But they remind me of, of those times that I was in pain those times I was having struggle. And, you know, we have scars. God has forgiven us of our sins. But, folks, sometimes there are scars that remind you of that sin. But be assured of this. God remembers them no more. They are gone into a sea of forgetfulness. You don't have to worry about them. Oh, the enemy keeps bringing them up, keeps wanting to remind us how we weren't perfect, how we made a mistake, how we we were walking with God and we fell down. Instead of saying, God has forgiven me and I'm getting up and I'm going to go again. Because that's what God does. He forgives us. But God demonstrates his own love towards us. And while we were yet sinners, he died for us. He shed his blood for us. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only this, but we also exult God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received his reconciliation. And yes, we have reconciliation in God. We not only celebrate Independence Day, we are independent people serving Almighty God because we made it a choice. God has given us a freedom to love him, to serve him, to honor him, and to be about his business. The question is, are you, on this Independence Day, are you using the freedom God has given you for the glory of God? Are you allowing the Spirit of God to work in your life? If not, ask Him today. In fact, pray with me. Our Heavenly Father, today I ask that you would come into our lives. And God, that we would sense that freedom that you give us and that we would walk with you, that we would talk with you. And we'd say thank you for being our God. Thank you for sending Jesus Christ to die on a cruel cross for our sins and that he remembers our sins no more. And we can walk with you in the freedom that you give us, in that grace that you give us. Thank you, Lord, for these dear people. Give them a wonderful 4th of July. 
May the Spirit of God walk with them today. In Jesus' name, amen. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.